0: Okay, we began Perik Yud Aleph in Shoftim last week. And we'll go back to Pasuk Aleph for a quick Chazaram. We saw various possibilities in the Vedak, besides the Peshut which the Vedak, even though it normally gives Pashab Shat, studiously tries to avoid. So he says, either a son of a pilegesh which I guess the all Shaila is a pelegish Mutter for a commoner. Even if it was Mutter, you see clearly from here, it was not really done. And when it was done, it raised eyebrows and it wasn't that accepted. To have a nickname Zaina. tells you the approach that people had to such a union, even if it's Mutter, wouldn't create Mamzeris. So there's not going to be a problem but certainly going to be creating this uh, reputation of sorts and the machlekes that's going to be involved here even though it's not Yiftach's fault and he actually to his immense credit runs away from it as we'll soon see That was the first possibility and some say Zaina, a Pundi Anderson, a de Kisa a hotel owner, motel, bread and breakfast, and somebody who gives muzzin, as in Zaina, why would they have such a name if they could double as something else? Because often it was a front, or some of afresham say that it just wasn't sneezy. People didn't approve of it because kol kluz bas mal panima, and you had to have a job that dealt with the guests who were mostly men who were traveling. That already was a time, even if nothing went wrong, which... I'm adding from last week, is an interesting insight why somebody would use the word interchangeably. The answer is, it wasn't approved of, and it's considered a breach of Snius. So that's another possibility. The last one we discussed was a lady who marries out of her shavet, creating the Yerusha Nachla possibility. I say possibility if there are sons, they're going to Yershin. If there aren't, it could create the Nachala moving to a different Shevet, even though it wasn't us, there was only us, the first generation, when they went into Eretz and they settled Eretz the din was as long as the dust didn't settle yet. There were many, many generations in. Matter of fact, 300 years plus. It was still frowned upon and there was a meeting not to do it. And again, why is that a tie not her? Normally the Fellow is being machser after the isha, as it says. If you lost something, you gotta go look for it. But the clear insinuation over here is that she's the one that ran after him, and it was her fault that she married out of the shavet. Again, as the name Zaina as a more of a foreigner, or somebody went out the gidrei tznius. I don't know if men over there. Why did you decide you want to marry him? It was considered a priestess of sorts, and. The name Zaina being given. The fact that she had this name doesn't mean that what now happens because of it in the Chaysham Mishpah Din of throwing him off the nachla and making him so uncomfortable he's going to be out of town doesn't mean that psak was correct and that the family handled it well. He takes it as well as somebody's going to take it, but doesn't mean it was handled right. So again, let's go back to the Pesach. So, uh, Tzadik, as you uh, asked last week, uh, this seems to be confirming, The I do point this out, is despite their rumors and their accusations and all the things swirling around, notwithstanding, he didn't have that shady an issue with his yichas. his father, was his father, and they knew who it was, and uh, for, the, uh, for the Chazal, the Yichus has to be, you know who the father is, you know who the mother is, and the Chazal is giving the Hechshosh Temple on that. And without that, he would not become a Shefet, you can't take a position of, of authority within the community, certainly not the sheifer, whatever level sheifer he's going to have which we'll discuss at length and one of his tightness is going to be when they come to get him, to ask him to be general to come fight the battle because nobody else is volunteering his first reaction is, you threw me out he wasn't being vindictive, I'm going to repeat this when we get to the pussy, he's saying, I don't understand if yichus is a problem and you're so worried how can you appoint me? He's asking, make up your mind do I have proper yichus or do I not? So it was more of where do you stand over here? But that's coming later. Yes? Not a big uh, memory guy, on this page, there's a couple of kilos, and each one referred to something else. In the city. Yeah, there's a big Mavuch over here where this was. But it's the only Marmukkum we need, it's an not imagine thing, is, it's Avery Ardane. It's a frontier town. The reason they're having so many issues with the enemy is because they're out in the wild east. His father, it's East. He's yeah. What? His father's yeah. And he's from uh, yeah, Republic so that's... Uh, yeah, name? yeah. No, no, not a not Astira. Where do sure. you think the last names came from? With the, all the people with last names. Where do you think they're from? It's from the city. I don't have any record I'm from Vienna. As a matter of fact, we're from Lita. But I, Rothenberg is probably from... No? Germany, right? I think I was told something to do with Ram? Right, something to do with the Ma'araim. I was told. No, you trace back some, yeah. So he came came special for this year, all the way from Germany. Uh, so uh, that's a uh, that's a very common. Uh, that wouldn't that wouldn't be unusual. As a matter of fact, they still don't have last names, which. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so just it's giving you it's giving you the mockcom and that's gonna be very highlighted over here because you might be wondering if this was centralized Israel, why are they having so many problems? Now you say they have problems because the polishtim attacked centralized Israel. Yes, because the Plishtim were in Gaza and they were right there. It's not that far from line. This is Ever Yardain, and they were always surrounded by Goyim, and you have Amen and, and all. So it's, it's a place when the Gemara Makkah says, uh, Begillad uh, Shrike Reitzchim, well, they needed somebody already Miklat there. It was a wild place. You had to be a tough guy to live there. So more accidents happened, accidents, accidents on purpose, whatever. That, that's. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, the Marcus reference references that it happens accident when it has to settle the score of somebody who killed the mazid who didn't get caught. So it's a uh, a dangerous place, uh, but there were good Yidden who lived there and they needed help now. So that's that's the back way. Yes. Uh, we'll never, we'll never know because the pussy doesn't give this a whole lot of room. It's very important. It's the beginning of the parrot because it's more to show his godless and how forgiving he was and how not vindictive he was being and he didn't take nakama and that was all due to he really stood up for them even though he was bobbled. So we don't know, but we know the brothers and other. So, the problem is what I was alluding to and we 'll see this before soon, is that uh, they started a fight, and they sort of went to the local uh, leaders to settle it, and they sided with the brothers, which was a mistake i 'm not saying they were the biggest Gudeli Terror, but Zamahiesh there, and it's a mistake, and they 're going to have to eat the humble pie to go get him and we'll, all that is coming as we uh there's going to be a lot a lot of things to take care of we're going to first take care of the pushup shot but there a lot going on over here again who ben izainov el gil el ziftach which is good news but taylor passing bays taylor adesha is good luck bono the igdilu ziftach we yamla la sin kho beisa ki ben isha akheres otter so plug that into the various possibilities of the Radak, ben isha kheres if they really had tainas, they would say, like, they would say, Ish <laughs> if that was really the concern, the Pasuk already says that wasn't the issue. But it's interesting, they didn't even claim that in court. They said, she doesn't belong here. Different Sheven against the mini Pelegish against the Din, against the Raivit, whatever their taina was, Pundakis, and she's a Prutza, but she doesn't belong here, and therefore you don't belong here. Yeah, that's what you said. No, no, they got it wrong. That's what I was just telling. The the psak is wrong, but I don't know who issued the psak what level uh, it was, but it was incorrect. Instead of fighting, which he could do very well, as we'll see soon, that's the godless. If somebody runs away from achleikis because they can't fight, it's still nice, because some people who can't fight still make a fight, it's a bigger thing when we have a man here who's extremely strong, has a, and will have a big following, and is capable of really making a fight and winning in a physical sense. And he didn't. He says, my my over here. I'm, I'm leaving. Not worth it. And we picture, we Americans, so leaving. What's the big deal? So he got in a flight. He went somewhere. He picked up for a country where people move often, this is hard to do. This is Nachala. This is family. Where is he going? And he goes to Chutzler, which, again, not that far, but it's far enough that he's out of the uh, purview of what's going on. That's a big thing to pick up and go. It's not easy. Yes? I see the model says, he speaks to the next level, he says, you want to go You want to kill them? They were combative. That's what I'm saying. To get combative, the only one guy in I wouldn't get combative with is Yiftach so they felt it was strength in numbers he probably could have knocked them all out but he didn't That's, I'd like to paint for the first half of the story of Yivtach over the next few weeks all the good news because after that we're going to have plenty of other news so <laughs> I'm trying to build up the case over here you've got to see the good in things first before you start investigating the problems so yes, he was quite capable of defending himself it's a nice name for a place Picture of the sign as you're driving on the highway. <laughs> District of Toiv. That's a nice, uh, has a nice connotation, wasn't there, And many insights why it's called Eretz Toiv. Now let me balance this. As the mafarshim point out, you you might be familiar with this expression of Anashim Rechim, but usually it describes it as Anashim Rekem Upchazim. There's a difference. Anashim Reykim is not the most complimentary term either. Reikim means empty. Empty means they don't have a job, nothing much to do, hanging around. There are always people like this in every society. Do not equate this the Asara Batlonim, as in the Gemara Megillah is 10 light who are learning. But a lot of Baltimore were locha, and every town had to have that. Just for the Kedusha shabbai. this wasn't a moving mini I'm not saying they didn't have morning Seder before they went, there, went on their rounds. We'll discuss in a moment what, what exactly they were doing, or trying to do. But Reikinese, they had nothing uh, right now better on the agenda. And it doesn't say Pechazim. It does say that by the Melech, if you recall, who. Uh, I had, not, nothing had nothing much good to say. Ms. Chazal had nothing much good to say. And he surrounded himself with ruthless uh, terrorists. And that's why it was such a disaster. And he probably didn't even rank as any form of leader. That was still uh, discussed. Uh, did he have an administrative hand that at least did the job, perhaps? But here he's surrounding himself with people and he's got a band. There was a very, very, very great person who was more than a shayfet, who was one of the biggest tzaddikim in the history of Qay Yisrael, who started off with this similar thing. Who am I referring to? No, it's an easy... uh So, the people who joined his mini, what became his mini army, were not the people who had jobs in town at the homestead milking the cows, because where would they go if somebody has to milk the cow? You can't just leave. So they had a job. These are people who didn't have land, didn't have, weren't tied down, weren't married, I guess. And, uh, and they joined him. To their credit, it, it doesn't say pechazim. Pechazim means bali avera. It says rekim. They had nothing better to do right now, so they wanted to make good use of their time. So what they did do... That's why I described Gilad was a dangerous neighborhood. The whole area was dangerous, and they had Ga'im who raided and had terrorist activity, and they, they, they had to defend themselves. So, Kayser had no official standing army. Yiftach actually uses his kaychus with the men, and he lived off the fat of the land in a very mutter-dicker way. He basically defended the cities in the area against the Ga'im who were coming in and stealing, and whenever anything happened, he would go raid them, which for my Yishmu V'yaro was very effective. It's important to know this because why in the world would they schlep T'tayv out of, it was close enough that he was still helping Klai Yisrael, but questionable Yichas on some level, even though Lamaisa was okay, had a fight with his family, hang around with this band of people, but he wasn't like Robin Hood, robbing the wealthy and lining his pockets. He was actually helping people the whole time and also there's a sort of Sapranasa, but they did it against Rushim, who deserved the uh, counterattacks. That's how they knew how good he was and what Kaichia. Why'd they go to him? The answer is they at the end of the last paragraph, remember they were lined up, and Amman was about to attack. You'll notice, by the way, due to the quiet, that's why we had a good break for Shevin. What happened during Shevin? They didn't attack. For five weeks here, we had Shevin, Amman never attacked. I don't know if you noticed that. Where'd they go? We're going to get back to them. The answer is, when they mobilized to attack, this is eerie, uh, <laughs> they lined up their troops on the border, and they were there, and they attacked. So Clayasol got the troops. And the only smaller problem is they had no general. That's how we ended the last peric, ironically. And what happened? So we went to Paraget, all of a sudden we're introducing Giftach, that's what we started today. And it's going to take some time, and I have to go get them, and negotiate, and bring them back. Where's Ahmed the whole time? They, at the end of the last Paraget, you didn't get the impression they had time for all this. Where did Ahmed go? So some of Afarashim say they actually went home. They mobilized their troops when they saw there was a counter force. they said, yeah, this is not worth it. So they went home. Now, home is not that far, and they're going to come back like a bad penny. They're not finished with this yet. They just decided maybe it's not the right time. And when Yiftach gets the job, is asked to take the job, he's going to negotiate that he's not just a general, he's the shayfit, which we're going to discuss at length this week or next week. And he's going to start diplomatically trying to deal with them. Why'd you mobilize? What are you doing here? And what do you want? Any of this sound familiar? I can imagine we're talking about this now, but this is the way it goes. So Ahmad came, they had 150,000 troops on the border over here, and they had to mobilize, so they started mobilizing, but they never not have a general, because we don't have a standing army because we don't like fighting wars. So in the interim, there was Shavim, and they went home, and <laughs> now it was time the Parikh, and they're still nervous, rightfully so, that Aman is coming back, that was a brief intermission. And they need a general, and they asked for a volunteer, and they even promised Matin Sechar They said, well, whoever's going to volunteer, we're going to make you general and give you stars on your shoulders and pay you a good salary. Nobody volunteered. Why? Because they were scared. Who wants to volunteer? Amun probably outnumbered them severely. So you need somebody, not some a general, like all the other Tim. You need an ace. And that's where we stand right now. So Amun... We'll be back, but he's first going to try to open up negotiations. But I'm getting ahead of myself. That was just uh, sounded a bit contemporary, so I figured we would uh, go through what happened uh, from Perigut to Perigut Aleph. So, after he leaves, he has this band who were Reikim, but not Prechazim. Vayetsu Imoi. What's Vayetsu Imoi? He went on campaigns and he taught the people who were attacking a lesson. Basically, he had his own little militia, and he was using it for very good things. He was not living off the people, terrorizing the people. That's usually what happened. In, throughout history and in Europe, uh, uh, Robin Hood didn't attack the enemy. If you can figure out who the enemy is, he lived off the locals. Uh, so he was terrorizing the people. That's not mutter. That's called Geneva. And I don't think he gave it to the poor, even though the legend has it that he did. Uh, did the guy exist, by the way? I never really investigated him. Was he just part of a storybook? If he didn't exist, there were people like him who did, and they usually lined their pockets. Whether they gave in a dovis is anybody's guess. That's not the case over here. As I just warned you, they're back. Sarashi so says, He hamur lamala. So Rashi learns that they mobilized, and didn't happen yet, but they never really went home. Some of Afreshim say they went home, but they didn't really go home, they just backed up a little bit, and now they're back. This is more than eerie, but uh, we hope it doesn't... um, And now we're going to, after he's appointed, open up the negotiations, he's going to want to ask them, what exactly are you looking for? Because every war is like this, Uh, the answer... I don't want to be pessimistic, and nothing uh, contemporary to um, attach it to, necessarily, but when you open up negotiations with somebody who is intent, I'm not saying that's the case here. Uh, the, um, I hope it's just to uh, get some attention from the world, as we spoke about last night and this year, in Passaic. Uh, we hope that's all it is, we'll find out sooner or later. Misa, most people who want to invade and want to have more power and take over countries, if there's any negotiation, it's usually self-serving. As in England and Germany, went to Germany twice in one year, uh, centuries apart. Uh, they, They thought, they had delusions that he's not really that power hungry, just a little power hungry, and if we make a deal and give something, we're gonna avoid war. Does that ever work? Maybe. Does it often work? No. Will it work now? As we sit here, we hope. Who wants Who wants war? But La in World War II, it didn't work in a very big way and they found that out pretty quickly. Why? Because it wasn't a real negotiation. So you have to try and I'm not exonerating anybody in England, any of the diplomats then, here, Yiftach has to try because they really don't want war. They don't have a standing army, and they don't even have a general. And they're going to appoint him, and he's going to be the general and the chief diplomat, and we'll call him a shefit. And he's going to have a very um, well-documented uh, piece of uh, diplomacy that is going to write up and send with shlichim. I'm just warning you what's coming. And it's going to detail what happened since he sees Mitzrayim on how his tainas are imagined, not real, and we didn't take anything from you. He's going to go over, it's going to be a beautiful chazara of what happened to Chai in the Midbar as they're going to the Yisrael, who started up with them, who they have to wipe out, who they took over, and who the enemy was then, and he's going to try to tell them in plain Lashon Kedish, the enemy is not you, and you're making up stories. And we didn't take your land, and what are you doing? So, it always starts like this. You're, you're sitting on our land, no we're not. But over here, he's going to quote... The only historical document that has any value, it's called Chumash. And even though Yiftoch does not go down in history as the greatest of the sheiftim in terms of his lima teira, as a matter of fact, he's toward the bottom of the list, if not at the bottom, still a great list to be on, he's going to have no issue quoting chapter and verse very easily because the Amratzen then knew Chumash with Ramban and all the Mufarsham and uh, possibly half of Shas, he just wasn't Osniel uh, ben kanaz We're going to go into how much wasn't he as Neil Ben Kanaz, But that's going to be how he's going to try to avoid a battle. And the battle is about to start, so they have to do something. So again, either they're back or they never really left or they just move the troops back and now they're right at the doorstep, but there's a war pending and they really need a general and they have to get going. Kashen echamu means they're sort of like invading. You say, "Well, then they don't have any time left." So, kashen echamu means they're getting ready for battle, and they start hearing the cannons roaring, and nobody volunteered for the job, so the Zikanim who are in charge have to do something. as So, like humble pie. So, they have to. It's very embarrassing. You're the Zikanim over here, and you. Gave out a call, Kyrie. put ads in the local papers, looking for a good general, need the following qualifications, and nobody called in. Amman is back with all their troops, and they're coming. So they quickly go to Yiftach, because in their mind he's the only possibility, and they're right. And they have to now go to Erev Toiv to sort of apologize. And then after quickly apologizing, even quicker the process to sign him up as Commander-in-Chief and bring him back. This is while Amun is already crossing the border. That's a general, Commander-in-Chief. And we're gonna fight Amun, which we have to do ASAP. This is important. He's not vindictive. He's the nicest person in the world and he only has Klay Yisrael's uh, good safety and best interests in his mind. But he's got to get something out of his system. Now, there's a pasach lasnitzas achicha b'vavecha. If you have a taina, so spell it out and either get an answer or apologize, but get it out in the open. If he wants to be commander-in-chief and effective, he's got to be one with the people and you got to make sholom. And he wants to help them. So the push-up shot of a year is, before I discuss becoming general and your leader, I just want to know, why'd you throw me out? Which is a fair question. It's like, did I miss something? I mentioned before that he also was insinuating, if you were right, you threw me out, and I'm so low that I shouldn't be there, then how can you appoint me as a leader? That's like against the din. I shouldn't be your leader. And it's not effective. No one's going to look up to me. So like, may Karamakasavar, Like, What are you doing here? You'll see the answer in a moment. It needs a little uh, hezber I You threw me out and you cut me out of the Spells <laughs> it out. He says, "What are you doing here now that you're in trouble? You need me." Did you change your position? I'm invited back as a card carrying member of the community, of my family. Like, what's the story here? He's got to settle this first. Very good question. What do they say? You ready? So they basically ask them either to explain their actions, explain why it changed, to apologize, something. So, if you're scratching your head, he asked them, I don't understand, why are you asking me? You threw me out and I wasn't good enough even to stay in the town, stay part of the family, cut me out of the nachelah. What do you have to say? And they answered, That is why we came to you to take you back and you're going to fight the war for us and you're going to be the head. So what's the answer? Mafarshim don't really know. It's not, a, it's not really a question. I that's... Yeah, so either you say, just getting it, putting it out there, putting it on the table, getting it off his chest, and um, and now we can, can go, go right out, there. Uh, okay. No, it's, it wasn't a question. You could say that, some Mafarshim. Like, the question of is <laughs> not a question you're saying it should have said but you shall lift the okay some suggest that others say that yeah yes. they say it's a humble pie issue is that we already got paid back for our mistake we had to be mavaza ourselves these are the zikne here they got to go not stop to the next village they got to go plenty over to hutslards and basically beg him to come defend them. And he said, that already, we already had enough Kapparas, and we're clearly wrong, and we apologize, and let's get going. Klai and Sakana. So if, if it was a question and that was the answer, if Gilad wasn't, re- wasn't a real tzaddik, he would have said, what kind of answer is that? The Mafershim can't even figure out what you just said. Or something like that. <laughs> to his, again, this is a real insight into the man's tzaddik. He said, okay, we'll take that. Let's get going. we got work to do. That's a real, <laughs> a real nice view of somebody who is going to be picked to be a leader, and you see why he's being picked. He's strong. He's capable. He's not a pushover, but when it comes to his leaders, he's Michael. That's wonderful. That's exactly what we're looking for in a leader. He's not, uh, you know... Type of guy he says, "Yeah, if you really want to apologize, I'll take it a writing in writing, a triplicate and do me a favor: sweep the house first three times, and then we'll discuss it." But he wasn't that type of person, Baruch Hashem. Yes. So that's very good. So I'm going to get to that right now. I'm going to. You noticed correctly, and there are no extra words in Navi, and it's not semantics. And there's a negotiation going on, a pretty serious one, which is going to come back to haunt him and everybody else. It's not his fault. It's not their fault either. What job are they offering? What was the ad in the paper? It's very important. It's not the last time we're going to have this Dick. That's why I uh, so we're looking for a general, commander in chief, you know, the guy with the broad shoulders, the stars on his shoulders. We got a war coming, and we need somebody very capable. We need somebody nice, honest, capable, caring. He was all of that. And they offered it to him. And they stopped all the way there, it's And it was embarrassing. And they said, yeah, we had a Let's make shalom and let's go back. So in the first part of the Pesach, they said, And they upped the ante. They realized they had to. The original ad was, we need a general general doesn't mean you're the mayor of all 19 towns in Gilead, however many there were. Now they upped the ante and they said, because they understood what he was asking. He says, you want me as a general now? I'm going to help you out for the next month or two, and then I'll be thrown out again. I might have just did He, uh, Some covet a lot to have, right? So they understood that. And they upped the ante and they said, you're not only going to be a general, but after the war's over... Your retirement is going to be an upgrade, and you're going to be the head of all Yeshevei gilas, two and a half shvatim, pretty nice uh, position, basically the president of two and a half shvatim. They didn't offer him to be sheifer to Klai Yisrael, because they couldn't, because they're not the, the king of Klai Yisrael, they're only in charge of the two and a half shvatim. They can't offer him something that they don't have themselves, but they did raise the offer, and that's the difference. Raish lo chayesh gilad still doesn't mean a shayfe even for rish gilad because he wasn't the gadol in the area learning either. The zakenim knew more than him. I'm not saying they were the level of the sahetran gadol in yehuda, but they were still um, in charge. Haraya they had to go get a general It was there. Christ. so. They told him, after this, you're going to be a general, hopefully you'll have Siat and then you're going to be the Reish Lachal Yesh That could still mean the administrative head. doesn't mean he's the Chief Dayan, and I don't even know if he was asking to be, because he knew what he knew, and he knew what he didn't know. Perhaps we're going to get to that later. That's not, that last line is not going to be so pushy as we unfold the events, but you're noticing correctly, and they did raise the offer. Yeah. Besides was going forward, was there any other... Of all the names to mention. <laughs> yeah, so there were a lot of qualified people, but it's just fascinating you happened to mention Pinchas. So hold that thought for three, four weeks. That's going to play a, a very uh, tremendous role in what happens at the end. But for now, Pinchas is the ranking Godel, not only the ranking Godel, but the senior Godel, and every other positive title you can give him. It's the same Pinchas. Pinchas doesn't live here. He doesn't live in Every Yardin. And they know had a they that right now there's no time for a Shailab. There is a war going on, and they're crossing the border. So right now it's about a general. We understand to be Zullian just to be a general. We're pointing to the Reich, whatever that means. We're going to see, in the coming sukkah next week, we have to go to the Peli we're going to see that he doesn't take this offer either and he's going to raise the ante one more time when he repeats their offer. And that's good, whenever you're negotiating, you want to repeat the offer to make sure that everybody understood, everybody's on the same page. But if you're a good negotiator, you might actually repeat the offer and add something in <laughs> to make sure we're on the same page. But they have to first internalize, what did you just said. So that's fine. I have no, no tightness, and he deserves it, because this is a bizarre for them to go. It's also a bizarre for him, as nice as he wants to be. He says, I don't want to get thrown out again. I've been there, done that. So that's all fine. Nothing went wrong yet. But the diukim will be important. Let's go to the pelayets And the sheet you have was just to get a sneak preview. Just give it back after the shear, as you're getting the Pelleyets. We need it for next week because that is the stack of various Gemaras and Chazals that go into exactly where Yiftach will rate with the other Sheftim, and that's going to be important for the understanding of what's going on. Let's go to the Pelviyayetz. We began the first line. Page Resh, Ayin, Zayin, the first part of the Sefer, on Kavad Abrius where he began be very careful where you might assume incorrectly that applies it's very limited but it shows you how important Kavad is I won't repeat what we said yesterday that's why I said it yesterday sorry guys online Uh, with the uh, how that, this has been butchered and misquoted, but the Gemara does say it. Uh, there are cases where um, says, say there are Bonon and uh, Sheva Altas different areas where Kavar might play a role. It doesn't mean if you're uncomfortable, you decided you're uncomfortable, that you don't want to do a Kavar Abrius Hashem because it's uncomfortable, that you're putter because of your own self-designed view of yourself and therefore you're We call that usually Gaiva look at what we just saw. The Zekanim were able to basically face their mistake and do something very humiliating because it was the right thing to do. And they did it. That's why Zekanim over here are Chosheva people who understand, Klaesol needs help. We don't have to stand on ceremony, which they agreed and Yitzchak will agreed. So that type of Kavrabrias is, uh, standing on that is just gaiva. But Kavra is important. And that's why it starts with that and brochas. V'yaduah mayim rechazal. Avim eskaladam kerabig amlil. This is a very important shtickle. They all are, but uh, people struggle with this because they're trying to balance their gaiva, their self-esteem, which is a big uh, hot-button word in the last 20 years. Important word, but we spoke about a little bit of night seder, about lifne with midas, on how to build self esteem, which is important, but how to not create monsters of Gaiva and where the happy medium is. So, here Chazal tell you how do you treat other people when you don't even know them? Ayid comes and you want to be a Mechabedim. So, Chazal tell you, have a as kaladun Karabik Amlil. That's a pretty tall order. Karabik Amlil? was the Gadladar, the Nasi. That's a lot of covered. The Cheshtan Kalistim. Most people find it difficult in their lack of emotional bandwidth to be able to handle that. You look at the same guy, and you have to mechabit That means in your mind, emotionally, you've got to be mechabit also. It doesn't work if you just stand up for him and feed him a good breakfast. You have to really be mechabit him. At the same time, mechayishten kalistim. And just hold onto your wallet and lock the brake front. That's not so easy. That might affect what you're putting on the table for breakfast if you really think along those lines. All of a sudden you put um, a half a bagel and uh, only a quarter of an egg. It says, uh, where's the rest of breakfast? It's in the break front. So, uh, because I'll say you gotta do both at the same time. You don't know who this guy is. Everybody looked the same then. You know, so even <laughs> you couldn't even tell by the, what he's what he's wearing or what he has on his face or whatever, yes. Mm, no, you wouldn't have to mechaber them That's for sure. You should mechaber them Hashem. And uh, the Gemara says that uh, standing up before uh, zakin even a uh, zaken who's an akomez, if he's a nice guy and keeps his eye this is a matter of experience. And, uh, so there is such a thing, but not You can work on the chesht kalistim part, but just—we've heard the chazal before. If you think about it, that's a tall order. If you really want to do a good job in somebody, you have to feel it emotionally. At the same time you get divide the emotion and say, Yeah, and I have to be Khayshid him and hold on to my pockets. So why should you assume that he's a listim? And says you don't have to assume and Just don't give out blank unsigned checks and don't uh, you still have to protect yourself. Until the person becomes muhsuk, either based on your understanding or based on reputation, you find out who it is. Talking about somebody you don't know who it is. So. This is, in this short paragraph, he's going to give you the formula and the hadabim achab at everybody. No matter what their standing is in life, you can always find something that they have that you don't, that's greater, that you should aspire to in a positive way. So he says, starts with the chachma. If he's smarter, or he looks smarter, or he knows more than me, so pick that. Even if I think I am smarter, or if I am smarter, nimsa shud sadik mimeni. That's a great uh, says, if I'm smarter, and sometimes it's obvious that's the case, you should be mechabed him because I'm smarter and I still have averis. He's just an amaret, so he doesn't uh, do averis mechabed So he's better than me. So I'm smarter, I should know better. I should be not this much higher. I should be this much higher, which is true. It's more of an achreyas. So you could still be mechabed him. Imu Ashir. Next, we're going to Chachma. Ashirus Imu Ashir. Rele Chabdal Ashra. Shari Gedol di Yisrael. Rabbi Abikivi Machabdin Ashir. Famous Gemara and Ervin. No, why is that? Because you could do good things with it. It could also be very destructive. But if Hashem is at least giving him a chance to do good things, that's a sign of covet. Kamele Chavetz BiKara, and therefore. That's a good, me- so if he's using it for good things, if it's been with him for a long time and he can't spare one penny, then it's not so pushing. because he's had ample opportunity, but you don't really know that. Maybe he's doing it per se, sir. This older edition, by the way, it's been reprinted. We sometimes have a lot of fun with the commas. So I, in case you ever wonder why I read it and ignore the commas, is because you have to ignore the commas. So and uh, read it correctly, just the uh, printing is uh, a little archaic. The Imani Ashir no, so smarter than him, we found a way to do it. if he's smarter, Muhabim Thachma, let's say Shava Bashava, and Ruven's the Yashir is looking at the theani. So now it's reversed. So I have more money, so maybe I'm not living up to my responsibilities for Clay Yisrael. And he doesn't have that any salient. Vuutzade for Amu when you meet somebody, find a that he has better than you. It might be very easy. And be in. So even if you're a strik of bagaiva, you can find a category that he's doing better in and focus on that. You might find out there are many categories he's better in, and there's always something to be mechabed. And that's the first step in the Kavad Abrius. Mitzvah Shem will continue next week.